Bringing back the old school. Nor Louise. Kathy. I have got an amazing story. At this least is an very amazing interesting. technology. It's called Microsoft Surface. And maybe you would like to tell our loyal listeners a little bit more about it. Yeah, it's a thing that they've had for a little while, which is basically like a tabletop display, like a small sort of a desk, a large desk, I guess. And it's a sort of interface for doing gestural computing. So the idea is that it's a, it's a perfect place for shared uh, viewing and shared interacting with computers and so forth. People have been building stuff to work on it, and that's one of the things that you're going to tell us about. Yeah, it was something that I saw courtesy of our friends at PSFK, mm-hmm. and it's this really neat design company called N-squared out of Australia. Mm-hmm. Imagine you're a designer. So you get a call and somebody wants the door handles and the light fixtures changed in their master suite. So what you do now is, is you get your cell phone, you put it on the smart table, and what the phone does is, is it communicates to the table mm-hmm. and it brings up all of the blueprints about that house. And it's cool. And then, okay, this is when it gets a little bit confusing, but then you need to take your tablet. Mm -hmm. And your tablet has even more information on this project. And your tablet and (laughs) the table talk. Are you with me? I am with you. Do you think our listeners are with me? Is anybody confused yet? (laughs) They can go to the video. Look at the video. It is a little easier to to watch it than it is to describe it. I think you're doing an excellent job. But then your tablet talks to this monitor on the wall, and it literally walks you as a human through the space where you can literally, like, click on um, the door handle that wants to be changed. and And it brings up all these other handles that you can get from all these other suppliers on the web, and you can actually try it out in real space, what looks like real space, Mm -hmm. until you and the client come to an agreement, and then you can just email it what you want to have done right straight through to the manufacturer. Because then you can look at it and you can see, oh no, like that really clashes with the window treatment that we have on the opposite wall or whatever like that, yeah. I think it's cumbersome right now. I don't really understand why you have to have the tablet, but... The thing that I sort of feel about this whole interlocking of these things is it's part of like what we've seen. And you've even talked about this before with the ye olde Pico projector, right? It's this idea of like Damn being able to go Pico to the... projecting. I've never heard that. I hate that Pico thing. Do you know how much time I spent trying to pitch a story on that to the CBC you guys last oh. year? Stupid Pico. Anyway, it's that... Kill the Pico. <laughs> no, but it is the idea of having the right screen for the right job at the right time, right? And being able to move pretty seamlessly from you know, what's on your phone that you're looking at in the spur of the moment to what you're looking at as a shared kind of tabletop surface with the, with the surface to like a big kind of display and so forth. But anyway, you, but you've definitely got to go and take a look at this thing because it's amazing. Yeah, I agreed with you that I thought it still seemed a little bit cumbersome, like, but I thought as a directional thing for looking at where things are going. Mm-hmm. You even well, see how like when people <laughs> are sharing information on their iPad, or their tablet computer, how easily we go from like the personal experience to the shared experience. And I think that's increasingly what people want, is that flexibility to go from this is just my private experience to this is an experience with, the, with another person or two other people to this is an experience that's shared on the big screen and to be able to pull in information from the web, from the cloud. Now your next story. 
Yeah, this is just something I was thinking about. We were talking about next-gen displays. This is more next-gen social networking. Uh, have you heard about Diaspora? You talked about it before. Did I? I talked about it yeah. Yeah, when it first kind of came out. This is the sort a while of, ago, though, now. About a year and a half yeah. ago. So it was an idea for an um, open-source social network that would be dispersed instead of centralized. And it was the product of these four guys at NYU who... It seemed like in response to inspiration they had from a prof and also... Um, the sort of endless rounds of Facebook privacy concerns that they decided to launch this social network. And I finally got an invitation to the alpha version. So it's early, early days a couple of weeks ago. So I signed up for it to check it out because I compulsively sign up for everything. Everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And um, so the core idea here is how do you make something where, you know, it's decentralized so that people own their own stuff. You can pick up your marbles and go home anytime you want Um, and sharing and privacy is very transparent. And so what they've done, the original idea was that, you know, they'd build the software, but it could live, because it's open source, it could live on the servers of whoever wanted to run one of these iterations of Diaspora. But uh, as things have developed, basically you can join at joindiaspora.com, and they have a few other people already who are running um, their own. And so the idea would be that I could join diaspora.kathybond.com if you're running one of these things on your server or they suggest universities or what I thought was pretty interesting and Dan and I were talking about this the other day is what if businesses started to do this so if you had diaspora.cbc.ca would it be more like an intranet kind of an idea? well I think not totally because it wouldn't be so proprietary right like this is the reason I was thinking about this that if you look at something like the CBC or it could be any company, you know, as people start to say, oh, go to our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, and so on, you start to see that people are having all these conversations, all this dynamic interchange, but it's all happening at Facebook and Twitter and whatever else. It's not happening within your community. Well, wouldn't it be cool if you could have something like, let's, for the sake of argument, say diaspora.cbc.com, mm-hmm. where there's a, there's a sense in which it's living within your CBC world, but everybody can take their own information away whenever they want. And if I'm on the CBC world, I can talk to everybody else within diaspora. I don't, I'm not only connected to this one proprietary community. I can talk to people at joindiaspora.com. I can talk to people at diaspora.kathybond.com and so forth. Right? I don't know why you have such an issue with Facebook. You hate it. I well, Maybe hate is a strong word. It is a strong word. I don't, I, it's most, the core of what it is, is that I don't like the interface. I don't like the way you have to friend people who friend you. Whereas Diaspora is actually, from a user experience point of view, is very similar to Google Plus in the sense that you put people in, they call them aspects in the same way that Google Plus has circles. Mm -hmm. You can use your real name. You don't have to use your real name, which Google Plus forces people to use their real name. Too much controversy. So there are things about Diaspora that I really like, but what I wondered was, I know you're new to Google Plus, like does anybody have an appetite for yet another social network to join? For me, I do like Facebook and Mm -hmm. I use it because, and I think that I'm probably more of an example of a regular Facebook user than you are. Because well, well, I don't use it. So, you don't. Yeah. yeah, it's like you use Twitter, but I think, and I could be wrong, but I think a lot of these tools that you use for your work and you, they aren't part of your social f- realm, are they? 
Like, well, Facebook is the one thing that is more part of my social realm because Facebook is, has such penetration that it's the only, like, nobody I know who's a close personal friend besides you is on Google+, Plus, right? Because my friends just don't, that's not what, stuff that interests them, but they're all on Facebook. Yeah, well, I haven't really been. And you've got them all hidden. You're no fun. You see, that's the whole point of Facebook. Is, is Oversharing. That, that, no, it's, so, it's, it's almost like living in a village where you spy on people. It's not really so much about that I don't want people to see any information about me. It's more that, like, even if you had, and you do have, ultimate access to me, I just don't, I don't want to post things. And so now I've started sending my Twitter feeds to Facebook. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. No, I was just curious about this. It just seems that, you know, like, to me, Facebook, like, social media is all about being social. Mm-hmm. And it's about saying, hey, what's, what's up? You know, like, maybe not everybody's going to want to put a picture of them up, you know, out running around in the garden. And there's so many people, well, that really freak out about the privacy aspects of it. Uh-huh. So why do they even play in it at all? Like, why do you worry about hiding? Well, because if you're on Facebook, if you're not on Facebook... You're probably not getting invited to things. You're not finding out about things. I think there are lots of reasons why people might feel compelled to be on Facebook. I feel compelled to be on Facebook because of my job. If I didn't have the job I have, I would not be on Facebook. That's why I don't post anything. I know. You really should. I put all sorts of fun things up. I do. I horse (laughs) around on Facebook. (laughs) I know you do. We could go down a social media wormhole, so we better stop. Okay. Come to the blog. For links to these stories and more. Thesniffer.net. Bye. Bye.